And now, I'd like to show my love by making for you a Quebec pizza. What's that? Pop tart with the ketchup. She's good. Daniel Parmac, San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. It's showtime. This is Old School at the Movies, episode 160 for April 22nd, 2018. Old School at the Movies is brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Check out some great shows like Tim and Tom, Wrestling Cheers, and All Beer Inside. Old School at the Movies is also brought to you by the brand new PodcastMontreal.com. Welcome back to Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. I'm your host, Mr. Old School. Before I get to the panel this week, let's get into the contact information. Oldschoolmovies.net is a site where you can listen, download, and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us directly, don't be shy. Oldschoolmovies2 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at oldmovies.net. That's oldmovies, D-O-T-net, hashtag O-S-A-T-M. And also, podcastmontreal.com for a lot of great podcasts. If you have a, a local show you want to get on the network as well, info at podcastmontreal.com. That being said, without further ado, our panel for this week, the MCU special, our top six MCU movies preparing for Avengers Infinity War. Of course, as per usual, Mr. Heavyset. If there's a need for a rescue mission, when the world is threatened, when the world needs help, it calls on America. So I know who's asked to kick. Well balanced. <laughs> all things should be. I can do this all day. Dread it. Run from it. You always want me to do that quote now. Yeah. I well, that because that's your fucking thing now. I mean, doesn't have to. There's no, no. Thanos is my thing. Yeah, but Thanos says that. It's like that's his fucking line. You've now imprinted that into my head because every fucking time you're on the show, you say it. So now I got Stockholm Syndrome and I, I want to hear it now. Listen, the only matter I do not take seriously, boy, <laughs> is you. your politics bore me. Your demeanor is that of a pouty child. And apparently you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora. I shall honor our agreement, Cree, if you bring me the orb, but return to me again empty handed. And I will bathe the starways in your blood. Thanks, Dad. Sounds fair. And, and also, uh, dread it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they remember you. All right, asshole. Uh, so he doesn't want to deliver, so we're gonna go to kill a carpetium. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? I uh, I don't like you stealing my shtick, there, buddy. <laughs> as per usual. As per usual is my line on my, That's my show. Line. That's my line. Mine. My line. Dread it. <laughs> Run from it. Now he fucking says it. That's monkey. <laughs> no, no, no. Dread it. Run from it. Where's your car, dude? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, by the way, we're going to record that after the show and make that his fucking intro clip. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it. Dread it. Okay. Run, come, run from it. Hey, where's your car, dude? And what else is happening is we're talking about our top six movies of the MCU. Heavy set. 
Of course, as you can hear every week, as per usual, is... Hey, oh, hey, hey, this is, stop this is it. Getting, this is getting introvertly crestfallen really quick. Really? Is or, or you're going to land up getting a foot to the face. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> my line. Yeah. So, Heavy's got us all excited, ready to go for the MCU, and we figured it'd be fun to talk about our top six to build up to Infinity War coming out next week. Should we start on yours, Heavy, since you're the Marvel Comics expert? I, f- I think we should end on me, and I, we, I have to explain. Oh. why. St- Did we finish on you? Is that what you... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so. finish, finish with me. Okay. But what, at the same time, well... We, we, we have to answer why six. That's one for every Infinity Stone. Mm, okay. I, I, was, I was wondering why we're going with that weird combination. If you want to go say there's seven, there's, I know, the continuity stone. Uh, so it's in Wakanda, another... right, the stone? Actually, I don't think it is. It's either uh, that or Kendrick Lamar, from what I'm told. I, I have heard another thing. It's actually what I mentioned on the episode where we, where we talked about that theory. It's on, I believe it's on Titan. There is a trailer that got released that shows Thanos going through the portal from Titan, or what's believed to be Titan, to Wakanda. Okay. On the normal YouTube versions that you can see, it's, it's it's widescreen format, and you basically what's cut off on it is the Infinity Gauntlet. But if you go to Facebook and you watch the Facebook version, which is in a square format, oh, you can see the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, it has mm. at least five, I mean, at least uh, four stones, all the knuckle stones, that being one of them being the Soul Stone. And it, it appears that he is going in order of how they are on the gauntlet. So okay, is that just an overanalyzation? Uh, it's possible. The only thing is that that it, that Marvel has done, and we've seen it in the past couple years, is they will edit things in and out of trailer footage. Like let's let's go back to just recently Thor Ragnarok. Right. Great. They they changed the whole scene with Hela of how that all happens, and the original version was in the trailer, and then there was the one shot of Thor towards the end of the movie where he's all lightening up and everything, and he has both eyes in the trailer, but when you watch the movie, oh, he has one eye. So they can edit things in and out. And they, I don't know they did the same thing. Do you think they purposely do it to fuck with fans? They, they don't want to reveal stuff. Right. They don't, they don't want to be their own spoiler. Like, they're smart. Like, by, by going, okay, we'll give you two Infinity Stones in the trailers. Like, most shots have just the two. I think the, the scene with Captain America has stones edited out. And I think the... What's on Titan has stones edited out because they don't want to be like, okay, here's a scene with only two. Here's one with three. Here's right. one with four. Here's one with five. They want it to be like, okay, well, like I said, they'll, they'll do the two thing probably because he goes for the power stone first. And if you watched every movie coming up, you do know that at the end of Thor Ragnarok, that Thanos' ship was seen stopping the Asgardian ship. So we figure, okay, he's going for the the space stone, the, the Tesseract. So those are the two are for sure that we know, but yeah, there, there's definitely more stones yeah. in, the, in this movie. And I'm, I'm saying the soul stone is on Titan. I don't know what the H is going to stand for because I, I still think they're going to do the Thanos theory. Okay. Carp, what do you think? Where do I think the stone is? Yeah. Who knows at this point? I mean, it could be in Wakanda. I mean, for all we know, the collector maybe had it at nowhere. And when his place blew up, who knows what happened to the Aether and, and maybe the other stone he had. All right, Carp, let's get your top six MCU movies, starting, of course, with number six. Number six would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Classic favorite. Over, one of overall my, uh, fun movie. Came out of left field from nowhere. You know, 
Like you were shit. Who are these fucking guys? I've never heard of these guys. This movie's gonna be stupid. I don't know. Okay, Marvel's gonna fail. Marvel's the worst shit ever. Fuck Marvel. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy was really good. Yeah, that's verbatim what I said. Carp, I do want to correct you. This movie did not come out of nowhere. They went to nowhere in the movie. I don't. That, That is true. That is true. Yeah. What was? Oh, it's a fucking tree and a stupid raccoon. Whatever. I did not say it was a stupid <laughs> raccoon to fucking tree. I, I was actually oh, big on not. the raccoon. I did not. Not true. I didn't hit him. Oh, you play an ad. Oh, you hear that? Shit. Oh, you, oh, my bad. I didn't realize that the ad would also come through the audio. So, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> you were saying. Oh, hi, Groot. Maybe I am Groot. How would you break that down, Tommy Wiseau style? No, if you're talking, if you're talking to Groot, if you were Tommy Wiseau, going instead of "Oh hi, Mark," "Oh hi, Groot." Well, but his words generally consist of "I and am and Groot." And that's for the one time he said "We are." I am Groot. Oh hi, Groot. Yeah, it's all. There's, yeah. there's actual uh, a full explanation online of the Groot character, and his entire race pretty much speaks like that. And the reasoning that I got, because I was actually just watching a, a bunch of videos on Marvel's Shocker, that it's. Basically because of his vocal cords. I mean, his vocal cords are wood, and they can only do so much. So what we hear is I am Groot, but it's actually more complex language. Like, there's hidden meaning, obviously, in the I am Groot if you are a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Didn't know that. So, Carp, Guardians of the Galaxy, anything else you want to discuss, or we go to number five? No, I mean, it was a really fun movie. It was nice to see these characters be introduced. Mm-hmm. Again, Pratt kills it. Batista kills it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the cast in general did a really good job. All the throwback shit to when I was a kid, you know, all the 80s, 80s music and shit. Uh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. All right. Let's get to your number five. What's up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Oh, that was awesome. Is Liz getting new top? No, we've seen that before. Never with that skirt. She probably stops staring before it gets creepy, though. Too late. You guys are losers. So, to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Just don't do anything I would do. And definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. Oh. All right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. All right, kid. Good luck out there. Listen, I know school sucks. Peter, you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you want to save the world, but you're not ready yet. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling. Stay close to the ground and stay out of trouble. Forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. I'm sick of him treating me like a kid all the time. But you are a kid. This is my chance to prove myself. Peter, what is going on with you? I'm really sorry. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Don't mess with me, because I will kill you and everybody you love. 
Carp, Spider-Man Homecoming. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, we've already reviewed it, so if you go back to when we Voici reviewed it. Voici comment je pense que ça s'est passé. Un scientifique. Sorry about that. Go ahead. No, we did the uh, Super Troopers 2 trailer last week. Yeah. It sounds pretty similar, actually. It's your shit in order. What kind of uh, post-production, pre-post, middle production is this? Don't worry, I'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. Yeah. Pre-post, middle production. Oh, wait, hold on. Cut this out. (laughs) Sound familiar? No idea what (laughs) you're talking about. No idea. Yeah, I voiced it before. I'll, I guess I'll say the exact same shit I usually say. It was good to finally see a teenager play a teenager. Michael Keaton kills it as Vulture. I mean, he was one of the best, if not the best, Spider-Man bad guy. And then having your lean into from uh, from Avengers to, uh, Civil War was nice. Even they grabbed a page straight out of the comic books where he's stopping the bank robbery that happened in one of the comics way back in the day where guys were dressed up like the Avengers. And he's like, Hey, you're not the Avengers all in all a really great movie. I was very impressed. Maybe it helped to have a slightly low expectations because of uh, Spider-Man three and then amazing Spider-Man and amazing Spider-Man two. Cause uh, those movies were not that great, really fit in well with the Marvel cinematic universe. All right. Great stuff. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with a couple of your picks here. No spoilers, but they might be on my list as well. All right, you're number four. Thor Ragnarok. So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. You have no idea. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. Oh, I've missed this. And you and I had a fight recently. Did I win? No, I won easily. Doesn't sound right. Well, it's true. Asgard is dead. It'll be reborn in my image. I thought you'd be glad to see me. I need to stop her here and now. To prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So I'm putting together a team. Like the old days. Surprise! This will be such fun. He's a fighter. Here we go. I'm not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of again? We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire, Thor like smoldering fire. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Carp, go ahead. I mean, I feel like I'm reviewing the movies I've already reviewed again, but uh, yeah. Now, just like your quick thoughts on why you made it your number four. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I, I really want you to think about this. We've been doing this show for most part of phase two. Well, actually, phase two and three. Yeah, we were doing the show with Iron Man three, right? Or is that after? We started recording this show in 2012. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. We've been doing this for phase two and three, so two thirds of the movies we've already reviewed one way or another. So it's more um, just yeah. like why you put it at that spot and just yeah. some quick memories oh, of it. Um, I mean, it was a big change from the original two Thors. It was it was a mix of of the Thor Ragnarok story where Hela, which Kate Blanchett did a fucking spectacular job of playing Hela. It's kind of Thor meets Planet Hulk, where you know Hulk's a little more intelligent, but he's a warrior on this planet. They just basically introduced Thor to the Planet Hulk storyline, which is really cool. Finally, introducing the Valkyrie character, who is very important in the comics themselves, and. You know, just sneak in a small little scene with Doctor Strange. Spoiler alert, kill off Odin as well to begin the Ragnarok storyline. Great movie. Hemsworth, he did a really good job as a comedy action role in this. And uh, Taika Waititi just killed his directorial MCU debut. So, I mean, with all the movies we're going to mention, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should. If we spoil anything too fucking bad, they've been out too long. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, your number three is another trailer, interestingly enough. <laughs> That's just uh, interestingly timed. It is what, card? Oh, uh, I thought you were going to play the trailer first. Oh, I'm, I'm stalling for time. Black Panther. All right, here we go. I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh-huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hola. Let's go, go, go. Uh. We are home. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. Don't freeze. I never freeze. The revolution will not be televised. Show me my respect. Black Panther, go ahead. Yeah, this uh, this rewrote a lot for them. Just the money it made, the social issues it presents. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, best villain of all of them so far. Michael B. Jordan, oh, fantastic. Kilgore, fucking spectacular. Unbelievable. The technology stuff. Uh, Chadwick Boseman really because I mean he was just kind of there in Civil War this he was like he really came into the Black Panther character and then just the whole Wakanda like the Wakanda universe is amazing and they killed it in this spectacular fucking amazing Uh, my mind was blown with how good it was your number two Captain America in Civil War culmination of what i was looking forward to ever since they dropped that little put on the suit oh uh you know 
the fight that began in the Avengers, you know, finally getting to see it culminate. Captain being who he is, it's like, I don't care what all these people say. I'm going to do what's right. Too bad. I'm the Boy Scout. Tony suffering from his PTSD because of Avengers. You know, it just accumulated. And Cap's like, look, Bucky didn't do it. And the spy thriller aspect and, and getting to see the superheroes fight each other because one guy planted the seed that, you know, oh, it's these guys' faults. Too bad. Uh, your number one, Carp. And the first culmination of phase one, the Avengers. You know, it's going to be highly ranked for most of the MCU fans, but specifically why above all the other ones? I think this was the make or break. If Avengers hadn't been as successful as it was, who knows how deep they would have gone into phase two, how much deeper they went into phase three and the such. You know, it's it's where it was. Thank you very much, Carp. We're going to start with my top six before we end with uh, Heavy Set's top six. My number six is Doctor Strange. Let me let me precurse this to say that I am not a huge fan of the MCU in general. I find a lot of their movies to be extremely formulaic, predictable, boring. But I've chosen out of the small amount of movies that I liked out of the MCU, I was able to to scrounge six for <laughs> six to choose today. Uh, because I was not allowed to choose the X-Men or uh, what was the other one I wanted? There was a couple of them on, on the Fox side that I couldn't choose. I was a little sad. So, but are you just bitter because of the success of MCU versus the epic um, failure? Uh, it's formulated DC. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just like I'm watching an MCU movie and except for the six that I'm going to mention. But there's about half of them. I'm watching it, and it's like just ABC, formulaic garbage, cookie-cutter villains, bullshit stories, uh, nothing that makes me jump on it and like either really enjoy it, like laugh or just be shocked or like spo- like surprises. It's very predictable. Um, I'm not a fan of Thor at all, not a fan of Hulk, not a fan of Captain America. So, But, but you're a fan of, I'm Lex Luthor. I'm the bad guy. Get them fighting because of their mommies. They love each other. We're not talking about our top five DC uh, because then I'd have more selection, you know, and maybe that particular instance. <laughs> Wait, whoa, hold on. <laughs> hold on. If we went DCEU, you'd have next to no selection because well, we couldn't about. even do a top six. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, that being said, it's, this is my time. My time is now, as uh, John Cena would say. And uh, we're going to get my number six, which is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality. We travel great distances in an instant. How do I get from here to there? How did you become a doctor? Study and practice years of it. There's a strength to him. But is he ready? 
careful which paths you travel down, Strange. Stronger men than you have lost their way. I am death. And pain. You'll die protecting this world. I can't do this. There is no other way. I've spent so many years peering through time. Looking for you. Doctor Strange, my number six. My reasons, fantastic visuals. Um, it reminds me really of Inception, that kind of just like crazy fucking bending everything. I thought that was very different than the normal formulaic MCU stuff I'm used to. Um, I loved Strange in it. I know I carp shit on his accent, but I, I guess I'm a cumber bitch because I'm a huge fan of him in this movie, and I, I didn't have an issue with his accent. And I know the Brits are stealing her gerbs and all that, but yeah, whatever. I, I don't care. I like it. Great supporting cast with Tilda Swinton, who's like a, an Academy Award actress. You know, she's fucking amazing. Uh, so she plays like the, the lead sorceress, and Mads Mikkelsen as the antagonist is fantastic as well. It's just a nice, fun change of like this wizardry stuff compared to the superhero formulaic uh, stuff and uh, also a great soundtrack i really enjoyed the soundtrack as well my number five is ant-man so if you've been a follower of the show for the last I don't know, six years that we've been doing it i predicted that ant-man would be absolute garbage that paul rudd would bomb in this role that it would just do terrible at the box office nobody's a fan of ants and I'll have to eat my words because I was absolutely wrong. And it's actually made my top five here because Paul Rudd really surprised me in this role. You see him as like a rom-com actor or just more like a stupid comedy actor. But he brought it to, and he actually added that extra level of having that comedic factor. Like he was the perfect casting, uh, surprisingly enough. And yeah, I thought I would hate it. And I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun. Great comic relief, not too much, just enough to like make Paul Rudd shine comedically and action-wise as well. Also, great supporting cast. We got Michael Douglas and Corey Stoll as well. It's great fucking cast here too. Yeah, so number four for me is uh, Black Panther. That was Carp's number three. Again, the reason why I think I like it is because it's a change from that kind of form. I'm saying formulaic a lot, but just that formulaic MCU, Captain America garbage. Um, this was definitely a change. You know, he had a primarily African-American cast, except for two white guys. So that was cool. you, uh, you like those African-American cacks, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just it was it's a great opportunity for visual minorities to get into cinema and have, you know, younger black fans like actually have a superhero to look up to instead of just all these white guys. So that's awesome. Michael B. Jordan, I agree with Carp, is probably one of his best performances. One of my favorite antagonists in all of the MCU, actually, because unlike the cookie cutter bad guys of the other movies, you could really empathize with this Marvel villain. You know, like if you were in his shoes and I was, you know, growing up the way he did, I would probably fucking be like that too and want to take a piece of the pie. So... For that, it was a great change of pace and also great visuals. My number three is the original Iron Man. No one's allowed to talk, is that it? You can't talk? No, you intimidate them. Good God, you're a woman. <laughs> is it better to be feared 
are respected. And I say, is it too much to ask for both? I humbly present the Jericho. To peace. Tony Stark. Now you work for me. What are you building, Stark? Eyes are red. Your tears for your long lost boss. Tears of joy. I hate job hunting. Yeah, vacation's over. Welcome home, sir. Put up the scanner, will you? What happened over there? I have my eyes open. I want to protect the people. I put in harm's way. A man with a dozen of these can rule all of Asia. Yeah, I can fly. See if this dog can hunt. So the upgrade is complete. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod red in there. Damn. Good luck keeping up. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. Iron Man, the original Iron Man, is my number three. There's no better casting for Tony Stark than Robert Downey Jr. It's just like having Wade Wilson casted by uh, Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. This rejuvenated his career. He just destroyed the fucking role. It just super captivating actor. And um, I, although I wasn't a fan of the other two per se... This movie, I could still go back and watch and enjoy the shit out of it. Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors, so having him as the antagonist was fun to see him in like this superhero movie. Gwyneth Paltrow, at her age, is still hot. She can still go. She's a pretty good-looking lady. Uh, so, yeah, fun movie to check out. And uh, if you haven't watched it in a while and you forget, go back and see it because it uh, still holds up. It's great. My number two is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, I was a huge fan of Spider-Man, especially when I was a kid, and I was super stoked when the Tobey Maguire movies came out. Although they were okay, except for the third one, the reboot of, and fuck, uh, what was the other guy's name who did two of them there that I didn't like? Uh, the dude Andrew. From Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. So yeah, fuck Andrew Garfield. I just, that universe doesn't exist. To me, it's like the uh, Michael Keaton Batmans. I've gotten past it because of the Nolan movies. And so the Andrew Garfield stuff, I don't even care. Okay, so Tom Holland, Carp, you said like casting a young guy. This guy's fucking perfect for Peter Parker. I, I, out of the three, by far my favorite, destroys the other two. And having it kind of updated, more modern with, you know, him being a young kid. So he's doing like, YouTube video type stuff. 
where he's just doing like, you know, Instagram kind of shit uh, as a kid and just having all the stuff updated technology wise, but not being too cheesy was great. And yeah, I agree with the Michael Keaton um, saying how as an antagonist, this was probably his one of my favorite roles he's ever been in. And he fucking owned it. Vulture was my favorite villain as a kid, the Spider-Man villain. So it was cool to see it modernized without being too over the top because Electro looked like garbage. And this was modernized, but still fun. And I enjoyed it. And Keaton, I think, just played Vulture perfect. You know, you know, my favorite scene in the movie was that when they're in the cab and they have the tension when they find out who they are, their, their identities, and just... Just that tension alone made the movie for me. It was so well acted. So yeah, my number two. Forgot to mention super hot hottest Aunt May to date. Oh oh fuck yeah. Right. Marissa Torme? To- Torme, yeah, I got it right. Tome. Marissa Tome. <laughs> super hot Aunt May, I agree. Uh the only Aunt May that I would beat off to. Okay. Uh, uh, I can see you beating off to Sally Fields. Uh yeah, a little bit. Uh on that note, let's get to my number one. Legendary Outlaw? Forget it. We arrested these five on Xandar. Check out the rap sheets. Drax, a.k.a. the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in his search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wanted on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket, wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell? Root. He's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't know how this machine worked. Hey, hey, hey! That's mine! You son of a bitch! Hey! Take those headphones off! Right now! Themselves the guardians of the galaxy. What a bunch of a holes. Guardians of the Galaxy, my number one MCU movie. And, you know, to me, it's like the best adaptation of 70s music. It brought all those songs that were in there. That was probably one of the most popular mix CDs, tapes, iTunes, whatever. It rejuvenated a lot of these 70s songs. And having that attachment in the movie, um, I, I don't know. It was just one of the best adaptations to that kind of music on film. I loved it. Fun-loving, uh, sarcastic. 
this is why I was a, right up my alley. Uh, I mean, great casting too. You know, the story. I just I love Marvel when it has an edge, and this has it. Chris Pratt as Star Lord was just a douchebag. He was great. Vin Diesel saying fifty different iterations of I, I am Groot. Um, even Batista really surprised me in this role. Zoe Saldana, I'm a fan from Star Trek anyway, so right up there. And uh, Bradley Cooper as uh, the raccoon, doing the voice of the raccoon was great. And I was really surprised. You know, Carp, it wasn't verbatim what I said, but I was like, I don't know who the fuck are these guys are going to suck. And like Ant-Man, it surprised me. And uh, it was by far my favorite of the MCU. So there you go, my top six. We're going to throw it now to Mr. Heavy Set. This is your domain, sir. And um, let's get your top six. What is your heavy? What is your heavy set? What is your number six heavy set? <laughs> My number six would be Ant Man. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect, the ultimate secret weapon. If you give godlike powers to everyone, it's going to be chaos. So how do we stop him? I know a guy. Scott, I've been watching you for a while. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. Are you ready to become a hero? Now, the suit has power. You have to learn how to control it. And these are your greatest allies. You're kind of cute. Whoa. When you're small, you have superhuman strength. You like a bullet. So you need to know how to punch. You want to show me how to punch? Show me how to punch. That's how you punch. tried to hide your suit from me. Now, it's gonna blow up in your face and destroy everyone you care about. Scott, get out of there. Did you think you could stop the future? You're just a thief. No, I'm Ant-Man. I know, wasn't my idea. Number six, Ant-Man, heavy set. Go ahead. I mean, I'm going to echo a lot of stuff that's already been said. Paul Rudd really did make that character really great. Like, he brought enough to the character to where I don't really think of as much as Paul Rudd, but just does so well. And then, mentioned in in previous weeks, I'm in the middle of an MCU marathon, just trying to get in when I can. And I'm right now up to what I just watched. I just watched Doctor Strange. So I just watched this not too long ago, and I forgot how funny it was. Like, the whole bit with what is michael pena like that dude yeah yeah yeah. fucking hilarious and one of the first things i did because i was thinking like oh like we have you know we're gonna have ant-man and wasp this year it's like oh they they have to have the whole gang 
like his, you know, his three cronies still in there and they're, they're scheduled for the movie too. And it's like one little aspect of the movie that I just totally forgot about. So I'm really looking forward to see how they, they add on to that. See if they, they do more of his stories of this person knows this person. And he said, this. like what, that was one of the memorable parts. I love everything they did with, you know, like that Th- Thomas to Trank part was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. And they still found other ways to do some of the same th- stuff. Like actually when they, they made Thomas to tank big and then, uh, the same thing with the tank. There's just there was a lot of a lot of fun to that movie, and I don't think it follows the same format as you would say. But then again, the DC movies have a <laughs> have a, have a shitty formula. And you, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, your opinion? Uh, I mean, they do have a consistent formula. It's called failure. Okay, uh, your number five heavy set is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Isn't that my job to say what my pick is? Heavy set. Let's get your number five. What a jerk. Number five would be Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. Now, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I have all three Captain America movies on here, and some people are going to be surprised in what order, but this is the first one. I think the whole trilogy is amazing. I think that's what I was trying to say a couple of weeks ago when it comes to sequels. I think one is good, two is good, and three is good. And Civil War might be the best third installment of a movie in a while. I'm trying to think of a third movie that's as good as that. Probably Thor. Everybody hates freaking Dark World. So I feel like there's a little bit more consistency. What they do here with the Winter Soldier, I love. The the theme in, uh, between all three of these movies has been the relationship between Bucky and Steve or Cap and Winter Soldier. I love all the callbacks in this one to the first movie and... It really uh, reminds you of just, like I said, that, that friendship. And it, you look at the character of Cap, who doesn't really have any connections with anybody after, you know, after becoming a uh, Capsicle. So here's one of his friends who just happened to become frozen and everything, too. So he, he gets to have some sort of life because the love of his life got, well, in the next movie, she dies, but she, she's old. So it's like, hey, spoiler alert. But. <laughs> he's uh he's very disc like i said disconnected with people but he, here's a, the man from his past just the the whole just i think between them of when he well first when he uh winter soldier stops the shield that's an awesome part and then when he actually like confront like says like after the, you know the mask comes off and he's like oh bucky Who the hell's bucky i don't know i just i thoroughly enjoy that and it's also it's the first movie in a trend where they, they really started to find their feet. This is actually roughly when Disney started taking over full from uh, the beginning of the process to the end. And yeah, my, uh, my other thing with winter soldier, I like how they kind of with the captain America series. It's like they go from world war two period style piece to modern day spy thriller to good guys versus good guys. Yeah. That's actually what I was going to, the one part I was trying to get into where this is where they started doing more of a, okay, we're going to do a superhero movie, but we're going to add this other element, just like the previous movie, Ant-Man. That's kind of a heist movie. And then this is more of an espionage movie, along with being a superhero movie. And like I, I think that's where the MCU really started to find its footing. And like I said, there was that two-movie gap between Phase 1 and this movie where they, they was trying to figure out where are they going. Because not many people like Iron Man 3 that much. Same thing with Thor Dark World. They're not on any of our lists. So I think this, like I said, this is where everything really started to make the MCU even better. 
Awesome. Uh, here we go. We got another Captain America, but this one is a little higher up in your list, and this is... By one spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit higher up. Yeah, by one spot. That's because we're going up. Work it with is, me, man. Work with me. It's Captain America Civil War. This job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. a fucking i remember that being a mark out moment when spider-man just like hey what's up guys it was awesome uh heavy side go ahead one thing that i did forget to mention with winter soldier and it's, it's kind of what kind of stated but a little bit different is that with it being you know getting in that that groove it's because stuff from that movie from winter soldier started to affect hardcore the next line of movies it was because of some of that stuff in that movie led us to uh, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron and that led us to this I love Avengers 2.5 because let's face it that's what this movie was as much as I, I liked Ultron we knew that this was brewing for a while and what they did with the comic book even though I'm not a really a comic book reader the fact that there's there's elements that I do know and they, they still took some of the imagery from that movie and put it in to this movie such as you know the the cover of it with Captain America and Iron Man battling with uh, between the arc reactor and uh, the shield that that's iconic. And they, they put it in pretty much perfectly. I think when it comes to a lot of comic book movies, this might be one of the most perfect ones they've ever done. Yeah. It's number three. I mean, number four on my list, but I, I enjoyed 
all these movies. I, I will say, like, to come up with the top six was very hard. I could come up with the ones really easy that I don't care as much for, or just I know are buried below other ones that I, I, I love a whole lot more. And if it wasn't for this movie, we wouldn't be where we are right now in the, the MCU, because that's what I feel like. It was, it was kind of a stepping stone between Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War. Everything in between has just been things to get us from one big movie to the next. I have yet to no, I would say I've yet to rewatch. No, I did. I did rewatch this recently. Still great. Still it's great. fucking great. It's huge. It's great. It's huge. It's, great. it's a great movie. It's great. It's America. It's America. It's why. It's why I picked it. Make Captain America great again. I've already done it. Thank you, America. But, but you didn't find like it was missing like a death. You know, just it was like you know formulaic of like oh let's have a fight and nothing happens. Uh, because I, I think there was a lot more deaths in Phase Two. Okay. And there was in every single Phase Two movie, which we haven't mentioned, but uh, we haven't gotten that much detail. There has been an arm cut off one way or another in every single Phase Two movie. Uh, it, you, you know how Captain America and Iron Man didn't resolve their problems? <laughs> <laughs> how, Carp? <laughs> how? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, should there have been a death between them? No. Yes. No, no. 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 Yeah. No, you don't don't have either of those franchise players die in a movie like this. Because I I killed one off. We've... Enough has been killed off. They they killed off freaking. Uh, no, no. I want one of those two to die. That's what they I want. Just, they just had Quicksilver. No, you're not going to have them. Nobody cares about they're Quicksilver. Going, they're going to die, just not now. Quicksilver is a, a fucking Coco Beware of the Marvel Universe. Like, I, I want a major guy to um, die. Hey, old school. How many successful Marvel movies have you made so far to date? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. You, you have some jobber fucking die. Who cares? He's a red shirt. And not to mention, if you know Infinity War is coming up and whatever Avengers 4 is, you are going to save deaths because there yes, are going to be yeah. – yeah, there's going to be many deaths in these movies and some of them will not be changed. I think there's some that will be yeah. because comic books, people can come back to life. For sure. But yeah, I, it's – like I said, it was just so great. And I think Infinity War is going to be probably twice as good as this was. Well, you haven't seen it yet, so let's hold back expectations till we see a. Um, I don't know. Uh, my shit the bed. We'll see. Your number okay. three. Okay. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, listen. I don't Especially, have to be right all the time. I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I'm just saying. Let's wait and see. That's all I'm saying. Like you could say that about Ant Man because of the track record. Yeah. That kind of movie. like I don't think it did as great, but when it comes to how great movies are done. Guardians of the Galaxy kick fucking ass. Well, that was before I saw a trailer. Once I saw the trailer, I was sold. But before that, I just didn't see the the appeal because I didn't know but the characters. Okay. Are you looking forward to the Aquaman movie? No, it's garbage. I was about to say that just, <laughs> that bad. He's probably my least favorite DC hero of all time. He just, he's garbage. You take him out of a swimming pool, he can't do fuck all. So forget it. You're number three, Heavy. My number three is a special one. Because I refuse to say one's better than the other because I feel like they're on the same plane. And if actually old school is going to bitch at me saying I can't do that because it's funny. You can't do that, but it's your show, so fuck it. We had our original list, though, 
Oh, well, your original list where you had non-MCU movies in there because you said, I know, I, I, you said Marvel, which was completely false. I proved you wrong immediately. Right. You're wrong. You're a loser. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your original list had two for one. And I was like, okay, I, I was wanting you to do it again, but you didn't. So I'm keeping Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. I'm keeping them the same. Okay, well then then uh, Ant-Man gets bumped down, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 will share. Okay, fuck it. Just well, whatever. Just put it. <laughs> anyway, um, both are great. The thing that you neither of you really mentioned as much was the soundtrack. And I'm not talking like the soundtrack was good. I'm talking the first soundtrack made history. It's the... Best-selling soundtrack oh, without. I was pretty. Uh, I was pretty hyped on the soundtrack. No, no. Uh, you you just said like, oh, like they revived some artists. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying how it set records. It's the highest-selling soundtrack without an original song. Oh wow. They're all wow. previously released song. They could have did it with the second one, but the last track is an original song for the movie with fucking David Hasselhoff. <laughs> but <laughs> I awesome. enjoyed I enjoyed both soundtracks very much. Actually, the other thing with these soundtracks, too, they they did really well physical copies. They did really well online. And there was a demand, and you can still go on Amazon right now and find this. You can find physical cassette copies. That's awesome. That is fucking cool. So that's like another reason why this did so well. I'm so looking forward to Guardians 3 and uh, the Zune player coming back out from obscurity and selling well or how – I hope, I hope there's a way for them to. I mean, look at the Rick and Morty phenomenon with the McDonald's sauce. Who knows? Maybe the Zoom player just needed that Guardians bump and to bring it back. No, Zoom players were horrible, fucking terrible. They probably got a steal. Didn't their, uh, didn't right. Carp Carp? Didn't you have a Zoom? I'm trying to remember now. No, oh, okay. I I've only had the iPod Classic. Oh, okay, gotcha. iPod Classic is the best. But I I, I love the, what they did with these movies. The first one is a classic. I I've watched it countless times and I don't think I've rewatched the second one all the way through just yet, but only because every time I pop it in, uh, Amanda falls asleep and I end up like having to turn it off or something. And cause she wants to rewatch it too. Cause she fell asleep when we originally seen it. But like I said, both are great. I feel like the second one does a lot of character development and probably when it comes to any other number two sequel in the MCU, it's the one that did the best in character development. And it, you know, it turned Yondu into the most po- one of the most popular characters. When they definitely come out of the first one, Groot was number one. Yeah, Baby right. Groot. Baby Groot was still highly marketed. And Kids I think Baby love and uh, even uh, Charlie loved Baby Groot. I, I like Baby Groot over adult Groot. As controversial as that some people, I, the Baby Groot scenes were fucking awesome. But Yondu, the whole "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all," that was a highly, <laughs> highly yeah. uh, quoted part and uh, a meme to an extent. So. He's probably the one character that I hope finds a way to come back in these next couple movies, but I don't think it's very likely. Oh, you want you want to talk about a big death? We just fucking had one. That was that was emotional for many people. No, it wasn't Tony Stark or Captain America, but in one movie they made you love Yondu and killed him if you didn't already love him. Yeah, well, that, it's true, it's true. But like, he's pretty much the only guy you could kill off. You can't kill off any of the majors, so. It's it was nice to have a death, you know. <laughs> I like death. I don't know, but uh, I like oh, consequences. I, I like consequences. Uh, well, uh, I'm Thanos, and I like death too. But dread it. Run from <laughs> there. There you go. It arrives. You bet. You bet. An hour too late, but I'll take it. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it will. You'll see it. But Thanos is trying to basically destroy the universe so that death falls in love with him. I don't think they're doing that in the movies. No, I think it is in the comics. (laughs) Well, things are different. Things are in the different comics. Wait, what? Are you saying reality ver- movies and comic? No, I can't accept this. I'm done. Uh, fuck, fuck it all. I'm giving up on movies. I'm done. And they can't have, oh, obviously always have movies exactly like the comics because then people know exactly everything that's going to happen. So they need. They always has to be their own element. And as far as I understand about this is his home planet, Titan. Like everybody died on it. And now it's like him kind of getting revenge with the universe. There's, I think that's the one story I heard it's either that one or there was a plague that, that killed uh, his people. And he actually suggested to, you know, kill half of everybody to help save their, his people, but they didn't listen. They all died. So now he wants to take that whole idea and use it to the universe because he sees wrong in the universe and he needs to balance it out. One of the two, I'm not sure which one. All right, let's go into my number two. Oh, look, it's Captain America again. Yes, Captain America, the first Avenger. And I'm the only person to have this in my my top five. I'm, I'm a huge Captain America fan. I love World War II time period from about uh, about 1940 or maybe even the 1930s to late 1950s is a time period that I thoroughly enjoy in a lot of movies. So what they did with that was awesome. Taking... Steve Rogers as this scrawny kid, Chris Evans character, making him actually look like he was that small and scrawny. And then obviously when he becomes Captain America, that's when he gets to be his regular self. The transformation process was great. The story behind it was great. A lot of people I know don't like Red Skull. I thought he was fun. I like the idea that basically when it comes to history, the ultimate heel ever, the ultimate villain is Hitler. So you found a guy who became more evil than Hitler. And I'm curious to see where he is now. The moment he pops up during a, uh, infinity war or Avengers four, I'm going to have a huge pop. <laughs> oh shit. Well, because I mean, at first a lot of people thought he died and that made sense, but he was holding the Tesseract, the space stone and he got, like got shot up in the sky. That could mean he got transport, uh, ported somewhere. <laughs> Sorry for that. What were you saying? I know. I'm sorry. You lost your track. That's my bad. I'm definitely in the minority of people that like like it. And the fact that I do have all three Captain America movies. Okay, I'm a bit biased. I'm a huge Captain America fan. but It's like the Rocky Five of Captain America movies. I forget what that means. It's like the Rocky nobody wants to watch. They They leave it out of box sets. I don't know. I'll, I'll still watch it. Like, I remember when I got it for uh, Christmas. Yeah. I got, thought it was awesome. And you're number one, Heavy. Avengers Affinity War. Um, hold on. <laughs> Movies that have been released was the criteria. Hey, were you at the big uh, Hollywood release and we weren't aware of it or yeah, what? Did you, like, get a special screening or something because you have, like, AIDS? Well, well, even then, they only released 20 minutes. Oh, they okay, have not. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah they're, they're not releasing the full version anywhere until – Technically, the 26th, the, uh, the uh, Thursday. So, so that being said, what's your number one heavy? Shocker. Yeah, the shocker. Uh, uh, the shock. He's going to shock the world. It's the shock master. Avengers. Yeah, here we go. You were made to be ruled. 
in the end. It will be every man for himself. What do we do? We get ready. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles that we never could. Gentlemen, what are you prepared to do? No offense, but I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away, what are you? A uh, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Dr. Banner, your work is unparalleled, and I'm a huge fan of the way you lose control and turn into an enormous green rage monster. Thanks. The one thing I'll say quickly in Avengers, uh, before Heavy gives his uh, two cents, is the only iteration of Hulk that was good. Go ahead. It's kind of cool, the fact that there's a quote used in that trailer, which I do believe that was the first Avengers trailer uh, the official Avengers trailer that was released, not counting what was played after Captain America, the first Avenger. It's the same quote that's used in the first Avengers trailer. The whole thing of there was an idea. Why am I blanking on? I know the fucking trailer. And I can, there's a word that I'm slipping on. I have this terrible thing. Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> that part. There was an idea to bring together a group of people to see if they could become something more. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles. That we never could. There we go. There's but sometimes I just like get hung up on a word. I know it. I dread it. I run from it. it, But destiny still arrives. Eventually I it comes to my head. Anyway, this was the movie we were waiting for. In two thousand eight, when they started this whole thing, they just kept inching at okay, we're going to do the Avengers. The end of Iron Man. They're like, Yep, we're doing the Avengers. Event end of Hulk. Yep. We're we're still doing the Avengers. The end of Iron Man two, yep. Here's another Avenger. They just kept pushing towards it. And this was the big payoff. This is one of the few movies I really have a good memory of going to see at midnight before, you know, midnight showings became no longer uh, as much of a thing. Now pushing it earlier, sitting in a, a huge theater with a bunch of people filled pretty, I think pretty much every seat and the movie stops or not the movie stops. You know, it gets to the ending and people clap because it was just so good. I'll never forget also watching that movie. And it was the one movie I wasn't looking for a Stanley cameo. So when he popped up towards the end, like as they're, you know, starting to wrap stuff up, I go, Oh yeah, fucking Stanley. I wasn't even thinking about him in this fucking movie. And like I said, this is what changed the movie industry, the superhero movie industry. If it wasn't for this, we would have actually not even that changing the movie industry, but it was a. I think Cart mentioned this last episode. It was a massive risk, right? 
It was. Well, no one had really tried to create a universe. And now everybody wants to do a universe. There's the whole thing of the dark universe. There's been proposed. I know they wanted to do a Ghostbuster kind of universe, which granted they've been the same franchise, but they would have tried to like create two separate ones and then have them work together. Uh, DC's now trying to do a universe. And that was the one that always made sense. I remember when Batman Begins came out and it was a hit and there was supposedly this rumor that Christopher Nolan wanted to work on a Batman versus Superman because also Superman Returns came out around this time. But they didn't have the the minds behind the proper minds behind it. It was Marvel who just happened to always get the right people at the right time. And th- they started to build this universe and especially now with Feige in charge where he knows what he what's supposed to be done. Yeah, the, the, sometimes they'll go through directors because they're like, we're going on this collective journey. Like, you can't put your directing bullshit ahead of what we want because we're trying to paint a picture together. And there's been cooperation between directors now that I, it's really cool. Like, pretty much anytime you see something at the end of a movie that's for another movie, that's actually been shot and written by the director for that movie. And even with Infinity War, I've come to find out that uh, James Gunn has he wrote all the Guardians parts himself. Really? So it's not. Well. Yeah. So it's not written out of you know, out of character. There, there's so much cooperation going on. I mean, especially, too, with Spider-Man. We got fucking Spider-Man in the MCU and we have the potential now, you know, by the summer of 2019 of adding the X-Men, of adding the Fantastic Four, adding Deadpool, maybe it'd be really awesome to see where they go with that. But anyway, it all started with this movie They might've started with the other Avengers movies, but when they came together, like I said, it really changed the movie industry because they saw how dominant it was. Because I think you also had people that were fans of Iron Man who maybe just went to go see those ones who just went to go see like the Captain America, just saw like handful here and there. Everybody wanted to see this big team up movie because it had never been done before. And they killed it. And they've done it multiple times since then. And then as of this recording, when it gets released this week, it happens again. And it's like 10 times as big. It's not just the Avengers now. They've added people to the Avengers. And they're bringing in Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's supposed to be this hardcore ensemble cast. They're going to fucking murder. I can't wait. And if we would have this conversation probably in the next week or two, Infinity War has the potential to be my new number one. It's going to be the yeah. biggest flop in box office history. Uh, define. <laughs> did, did you recently take a really <laughs> strong blow to the head? I mean, they've they've probably sold enough tickets. Because that's the one thing I want to know. <laughs> right. Of all the advanced tickets, because they, they count that as a whole, but yeah. those can be divided up over a couple of weeks, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's possible. But you probably figure most people who are buying tickets they're buying it for opening weekend yeah it's gonna make uh it's gonna make buck and then it's gonna have a like a 78 percent drop because it's gonna get terrible ratings no. um nobody's gonna die it's gonna be formulate garbage again and uh you know i'm calling it now it's gonna be the worst marvel movie ever released and it's gonna make a thousand times the money that justice league made the why are you shitting <laughs> on justice league we're talking about at the, the end of the run, at the end of the run, I think it's going to make more money than all the DC EU movies combined. You want to put some money on that? No, I don't because that's a I don't I need to, I'd have to have the numbers 
So for, listen, oh. put your money where your mouth is or don't make claims. Now wait. So DC, <laughs> are we talking DCEU, which is Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, yeah, yeah. or are you trying to throw in your Nolan thing? Because that's not DCEU. Oh, that's oh, an entirely oh, different Nolan. universe. You're shooting on Nolan. You're afraid of Nolan. No, huh? you're afraid I'm not. Nolan. I'm not shitting on Nolan. I'm it. just saying that's not part of the you current DCEU. You fear him. Not Don part Kirk. of the DCEU. Don Kirk. Well, not he, part of the DCEU. Does Dunkirk count? <laughs> the last time I checked, probably not. Bane was in Dunkirk, so it should count. <laughs> Old school doesn't even know the difference between Marvel and MCU. That is true. It tries to tell me I said Marvel, but clearly, if he just kept scrolling up, there was me saying on the original idea that when I brought it up, I said MCU. You made sure to circle it eight times, so I, I saw your screen oh. cap. Thank you for yeah. uh, for emphasizing it. Anyway, speaking of deaths. Who we, who do we think is going to die? Carp, you you said you have three. I have two. You actually think that two of ours are going to be the same. I don't know if you're saying like we're going to have one each that's the same. That's that's two. I think or, we're going to have our well, two. My two, are, my two is going to be a part of your three. Yeah, I think that's what I, mean, I, I think that's oh, what, what I, meant I can't to make say. a prediction now. The DC guy can't make a prediction. Who's going to die? OK, who do you think is going to die? Old All right, here's who's going to die. Captain America, for sure, because Evans is a piece of garbage. He just needs to go away. He is the worst actor in that Marvel Universe. Spoiler alert, he said he's, well, I would say, spoiler alert, he said he's done after Avengers 4, but they can still have flashback scenes. Right. Which they're technically, it's, it sounds so like Avengers. Iron Man is going to die as well. Uh, although I'm a fan of Robert Downey, I think he's, I think he's fed up or he doesn't want to do them anymore. He doesn't like making money, I guess. And I would also like to see uh, Thor die as well. Thank you. Wrong. I agree with Cap, but I think uh, chances are he'll be resurrected for four. So are we talking permanent deaths or deaths we're going to see I guess on just screen? mention deaths and then say if it's permanent as well. Okay. So I'm going to say Vision, gone. Not permanent, though. Scarlet Witch is going to somehow bring him back because she is legitimately that powerful in the comic books. And then Cap, and I feel like it's going to be Iron Man. I think Downey Jr. is done with his MCU bazillion dollars he made with them already. So I think he's going to step back from Marvel finally. None of mine were said. Oh, you think Hawkeye's dead? And I think, well, the question is right now, where is Hawkeye? Hawkeye is not in any of the trailers. Mm. We know Ant-Man's not going to die because he has a movie coming up. Uh, (laughs) That would be fucking hilarious. (laughs) Oops. Hold oh, on. Shit. If you see if you see in the movie at the end they always say cards subject to change. <laughs> this is um, an UFC event. Uh, Conor McGregor's not gonna come along and go like, oh they deep de- potato potato and punch people in the oh, face. Oh they and- stole my lucky charms, they throw <laughs> they a chair at the me. bus. <laughs> I actually don't think Vision is going to die, and I don't think it's going to be for Scarlet Witch. I think Wakanda. Because that is what we're going to be. Well, the Wakanda end of the as a city is dead. Like, hold on, no, the no, whole no. city. Oh, you have a terrible habit of not li- listening <laughs> to <laughs> of a statement. You just, you just <laughs> interrupt to t- try to change the narrative. What I was saying is, <laughs> Wakanda is going to be the location of the end of the movie. They're going to be hiding or guarding Vision because Thanos is going to need one more stone, and it's the big one. That's on the back of his hand, right in the middle, and that is the Mind Stone. They're going to be able to take, I think, the Mind Stone from him, 
it's going to be because of Wakanda, he's going to be able to live. I think there's going to be some something in the technology that they're going to keep Vision alive. So I do not, like I said, I do not think it's going to be him. I do not think Captain America or Iron Man's going to die. I think they're going to play a, a big part in Avengers 4. Maybe that is where they die. Because it doesn't seem like by the trailers, which it, it could be delusion, I we need to see Cap and Iron Man like bury the hatchet. We need to see them... Like make out, just do it. We need to see them team up one more time. Team there has up to in be each like, other's butts. Like, can I finish? Can I finish? Sorry, can I finish? Can I finish? Sorry, go ahead. They have to team up one more time. There, ha- like I said, they have to bury the hatchet, and there has to be a point where Captain America, because I figured this is who was going to say, they have teased it. Avengers assemble. I think that's Avengers four, or that might be part of the ending for this movie. So I do think Captain America lives. And I think Iron Man lives. I know a lot of people see the scenes that are on Titan and it looks like Thanos kills technically both Iron Man and Captain America. But with Iron Man, I think that's just how they're doing the trailer. When he says, I hope they remember you. I don't think he's talking to Iron Man. He's showing too much um, sympathy. I think it's Gamora. Gamora is going to die. It's not going to be permanent. There's, they almost have to find a way to bring her back. Gamora is going to die as a sacrifice for the soul stone. They could possibly keep the thing in that you have to sacrifice someone you love to really activate the powers of the soul stone. And there's only been one person that Thanos has said he even likes. And that was his favorite daughter, Gomorrah. Said the bitch is dead. And technically not a Avenger, but a death I think we're going to see in the movie very early on is Loki. I don't know whether it will be permanent or not because how Loki has escaped death so many times. But I feel like between the three Thor movies, he sh- he actually did show a lot of character development and being there more for his brother. And I think we're going to see the full 180 of from Thor 1 all the way to Infinity War where he is going to sacrifice himself for Thor. And things that are kind of shown in the trailer, there is, you know, Loki has the te- uh, Tesseract, has the Space Stone, and he has the Black Order around him. But it does not look like they're hanging out. It looks like he's being forced to do it. I think Thor is going to be held in place by Thanos's hand over his head. And Thanos is going to make Thor watch Loki's death. So when you see in the trailers of him going just like yelling with Thanos's hand over his head, it's not. Thor, it's not Thanos crushing. It's him not wanting to watch Loki's death. So those are the two people that I think are going to die in Infinity War. Well, we'll uh, that's a really good theory. It makes sense. So we'll see if your theories come true. Have you set? Um, the yeah. only thing with Loki is he's he's escaped death. But at the same time, I don't know what they have planned for Thor in the future. So they might not necessarily need him anymore. And this would be a way to kill him off. No, that's it. And you have uh, Impact. If you have a, a developed character like Loki die early, then everybody's going to be like, who, who next? Who is going to die next? You know, so I actually like that uh, that move. It's an interesting move. OK, thank you very much for your top six heavy. That's been our top six for the MCU. Hopefully that gets you ready to go and excited for Infinity War coming up next Wednesday. I believe next Wednesday or Thursday, uh, early screenings midweek. Um, let's get your plugs and final thoughts. Start with Mr. Heavyset. One final question for all of us. What do we think the worldwide gross is going to be for opening weekend well old school already said like 12 bucks 
So. <laughs> no, in reality, it's probably going to make two hundred and ten million. Uh, what you said, worldwide? Worldwide. Uh, oh. Five fifty. I was going to go. I'm going about five hundred. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to stick with five. This, this price is right. Closest uh, without going over. No, it's yeah. closest. Period. All right, there you go. Heavy. Would you like to venture a guess? Domestic. Um, what's the record? Because I think it's they're going to break it. I think it's one eighty. Shoot, no, it's higher than that. Not really. And best box office opening ever. Force Awakens with two hundred forty-seven million dollars. Two fifty. Top five. Actually, let me change that because oh, I. I remember hearing that number earlier, and I kind of went, part of me wants to say it's going to do better, but I feel like one of the reasons why Star Wars did so great, at least The Forest Awaken, because the fan uh, age range is a lot bigger. Right. Granted, I think there's a lot of people that like MCU movies, but the nostalgia for fucking Star Wars is fucking insane. So I'm actually going to go 230. Awesome. All right. I got to piss. So uh, plugs, final thoughts, heavy set, go. Wrestling cheers. All right. Uh, check that out on ChiningTopicsNetwork.com or WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Carpe diem. What do you got? Last question. Mary fuck, fuck kill. off. I All got a <laughs> stupid jag off. <laughs> AllBeerInside.com. Link, subscribe, iTunes, stars, comments, and StayBoards.com. Always look for new members. Want to win some free stuff uh, while not paying any money because it's free. <laughs> StayBoards.com. Yeah, that's how free works. OldSchoolMovies.net. Brand new trendingtopicsnetwork.com hashtag OSATM if you want to get your stuff on the show Andy Anderson sorry I didn't get a chance to read it but I got pissed so I will read it next episode thank you very much for listening bye